What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. 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 What's up? Thank you for tuning in to For the Cultures podcast. We are your host, Bex Bumble. We're your host, Bex Bumble. Hey, this is D-Boy. What's happening, everybody? And you are tuning in to episode five. How you doing, Danny Boy? Dang, episode five. I know. (laughs) I know. Episode five, we made it. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Did we start in in early August or? Shoot. Five episodes already. I think so. Happy September. You know, happy September, early September. Welcome, September 3rd. And uh, yeah, it's a Sunday. It's usually supposed to to be a Friday, but it's a Sunday. We were able to make some adjustments right on. Thank you, Lord. Shout out to Tom. Thank you, Tom. (laughs) Thanks for working with us. I know. How are you doing today, though? Um, I am fresh off of the 405. Okay. And uh, and the 5. Right, right, yeah. And the 152. You drove back in from L.A.? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I left um, L.A., shoot, uh, before 1. And oh, I was like, shoot, I got I to gotta be out there. Was it like a wake-up hangover late? Or was <laughs> it like sleep late because you were talking so, stories with family? Which one was it? Uh, it was all of that. <laughs> but when the clock, you know, when the sun started to come up and we was outside still drinking, I was like, you know what? I could keep going, but I need to be up. And I gotta get hit the road because I gotta be somewhere at a certain time. So you see that I was That's being the responsible. responsible one. Yeah, it was, I was being responsible, but that shit was hard because I was like, you know, I just want to be right here. I just want to chill, and then I just want to sleep. And and you drove by yourself. Man, I've been I've been doing that drive when I was living in LA. Yeah, uh, I would do the drive back and forth from Carson to uh, to Frisco. By myself all the time. So it, it's really nothing. You know what I mean? Like I really It's nothing when you come visit a side boo over here in the city. That is like, <laughs> you know, what's meant to be a five-hour drive is hey, two hours because you're just anti- excited. I, you always think it's about somebody. <laughs> Shit. It's always a faster drive when, you, when you're anticipating someone over there. I mean, you know, I come to see my family, but then, That's you know. That's good. I gotta uh, make make the mother calls. <laughs> oh man! So it's really nothing though that drive, and then yeah. I always I always laugh because people always think that oh my gosh you drove by yourself. It's like I'm a grown ass man, <laughs> well, and I could do the drive. But you know it is nice to have company. Yeah. Um, you didn't even Facetime a friend or? Nah, I shoulda, cause I was I was getting tired, but you know I was just playing music, listening to podcasts, okay. w- roll the windows down. Self care. Yeah, a lot of reflection. You know, I think driving there, Yeah, it was, um, I definitely felt different driving back versus driving there. Right, yeah. So I went to, you know, uh, from the past episodes, y'all, you know, everybody know that uh, my sister Flo passed away. And so we had her services, we had her service uh, yesterday uh, on Saturday. And she had a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful service. Nice. Um, It was just a... you know, it was like a, it was a real wake-up call, I think, for a lot of us. Right, yeah. But also just a beautiful sh- um, outpour of love. You mm. know, there was hella people there. Like That's what's up. Um, they had it at the this church called Calvary, and the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Are you familiar yeah, with Calvary? Yeah. The whole much. thing was full, right? That's a big church. It's a big-ass church. Wow. Um, and I was also like... Very honored and very humbled because I was asked to be a part of the program to speak, you know, to oh, share wow. some few words about Flo because it was a very, you know, like we could have been there for 
the whole day. Of course, you know, yeah. Opening up the testimonies and stuff. So they had a very yeah organized um, yeah. agenda, Aww. right? And that's that's what Flo would have did. You know what I mean? Flo, you know. She's just task-oriented, like, very, boom, this got to go, boom. Yeah, yeah. And very organized and knows how to make things happen and... Yeah, so yeah, that's what's up. Rest in peace, flow. Yes, rest in love, yes. my sister. Shout out to my family, especially you know her husband Mike and the kids. Oh man, um, this is this is when it this is when it starts, right? Yep. When everything's done and this is when it hits, and all the family's gone. And so I'm gonna do my best, you know what I mean, to tap in with them and that's good. Make sure you know just to it's it having <clears throat> having family, you know, be yeah. there for you helps out. Yeah. That's good, Danny boy. Yeah. That's what's up. How about you? I had a great weekend. It was my son, his fourth birthday. Aww. Actually, today is his fourth birthday. Four years old. We're excited, Half Noah. Eight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's a beautiful, beautiful kid. And Happy birthday. Yeah, so we had a great weekend with family. Spent just, you know, me and my girlfriend just really spent time with our son. Just hung out and just bought him like... He's into this Nightmare Freddy or Five Nights of Freddy. You familiar with that? Yeah, like, you're not you're not for, huh? Like, anyway. <laughs> like Freddy Krueger? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, it's, it's this demonic teddy bear that looks pretty Freddy Krueger-ish. Red eyes, really spooky, but the kids are into it now. So Nightmare Freddy. And demonic teddy bear. It, it, it's scary. It has red eyes and. So it's like. Kind of like half. It looks like it's Chucky possessed, and it was just. I was gonna say, is it Teddy Rupskin on meth <laughs> or what? What the hell? I don't know what the hell it is, but my son loves it. He is a huge uh, Nightmare Freddy, so yeah. Just, just pray over it, Bex. I don't know. I don't know. My prayers don't even work. <laughs> when you when you buy the bear, just uh, I rebuke oh, the man, demon in I'll this. I'll try, man. That, I'll try, but that demon that demon will probably stay there and be like, man, shut the fuck up. Your prayer don't work. <laughs> The demons that that bear that demon's probably gonna end up laying hands on me. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but yeah, no, we had a great weekend. You know, we're just excited because you know it is Labor Day weekend, so it's kind of like oh yeah, it's a Saturday. holiday. Yeah, you know, it's our Saturday today. So when they tuning in, it's, they finna be chilling. Yeah, they're gonna well, be. Hopefully, you chilling. You know, some people might have to be at might, work or hungover. That part. I might be the same way. See, I'm going to need you to go home and, re- and rest. I, I need to go take a nap so I could do round two. Oh, man. I need to just, um, put some sleeping pills in your drink before you leave. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that didn't sound very good. You know, I was already oh, tired on the road. Shoot, man. I might just knock out, girl. <laughs> but, yes, welcome to episode five. We are excited. And, um, yeah, man, there's been a lot of great feedback this far word and we are just thankful for yeah. everyone thank you that's everybody. been tapping in and just you know giving in engaging with us on our social media i love the people who have been kind of giving us their insight on some of the things that we've been posting and um putting up and we just appreciate that word i mean um i've had a few folks you know bring up Bring up the fact that they're hella proud of what we're doing oh man um that's what's up there's so many messages that you know, I, just with everything that um, I personally was going through, you know, this right, week yeah. and this weekend, I didn't have time to, you know, talk for very long or, or write back. Mm. But I just want to say that um, everyone who reaches out, your words mm-hmm. uh, um, are very, very validating. <coughs> yes. And very encouraging and um, very. just super grateful and super humbled um, by the response, right? And yeah. hey, 
What about you, though? What about me, though? <laughs> we, uh, Where are you going with this? We, uh, uh what's her name? Shane Omika. Oh, Con- Shane Omika, Contacted man. us and shouted us what's out. What's good? Huh? Hey. That's what's up. Right on for that. Right? Is it Shane Omika? It's Shane Omika, right? Sh- yeah. Not Shane Omeka. Shane Omika. That's the proper way of... You know what? Hmm. I was wondering. I think it's Shane Omika. Or is it Mecca? It might be Shane Omeka. Whatever the case, everybody know who it is. Huh. I think it's Shane Omeka, but shout out to Shane Omeka who gave us a, um, a wonderful shout out. We appreciate you so much. We love, we loved, we loved that you gave us mad support and mad love. I I had to uh, go watch some of it because I haven't seen um, his, <laughs> you know some of his videos, and, <laughs> you know, in a while. And so when I went to look at some of the oh, most shoot. recent ones. Which one was? was Bruh. <laughs> the one that had me dying was the Despacito. <laughs> that shit had me dying. Oh, shoot. Shout out to Shane Mika, man. That shit is hilarious. Oh, Hopefully uh, we work it out. Man, we're going to get you on the show. I know. Shout out to everyone, man. Everyone who's been posting us, talking about their yeah, tapping in, listening right. to us. We just appreciate that um, there are just people out there that are interested, just remotely interested in anything that we have to say, whether it's um, addressing mental health or just life and culture or anything. We just appreciate that you guys are able to connect absolutely, and feel us and support us. Yeah. And please continue to engage and Share feedback, share your thoughts, because uh, we definitely, you know, want to make this for the cultures, right? Like this yes. is this is a village type of uh, process that we want to yes to incorporate here on the podcast. So yeah, um, I think it was really, really uh, a win. What's one uh, that I seen this week, especially with the with the responses from folks is okay. Is that um, a lot of folks have been bringing up the fact that we're talking about mental health that we're talking about Mm. mental illness and like just how we don't have these kinds of conversations that's true you know at home at church or just even with ourselves right like a lot of you know a lot of people run from the idea or think that they're fine or that they're you know they're protected right by um god's hands uh, to be free of mental illness right right um and for for so many folks to you know reach out and say thank you for talking about this right we yeah. need this of course it feels really good you know what I mean because it feels like we're fulfilling a need but at a very minute level right because all we're <clears throat> doing is having a conversation but, right I mean you know small <clears throat> small steps contribute to yeah. a big change right? no definitely yeah and we'll be talking a lot more a lot more about that topic a mental um mental health um just probably throughout this month because this month is suicide prevention and recovery, right? Yeah, both suicide prevention and then also uh, recovery. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about a lot of things that probably has to deal with mental health and just kind of how how to deal with it and what it it looks like in our culture, outside of our culture, in the culture, in just the Bay Area culture and the PI culture and every culture. We want to have those discussions. And if you guys have anything you guys want to talk about, topics or just things you guys just want to give us as feedback, go feel free to hit us up at ForTheCultures, Q-U-L-T-U-R-E-S, at gmail.com. So it's F-O-R-T-H-E 
Q-U-L-T-U-R-E-S at gmail.com. Danny Boy and I, we kind of check it religiously every now and then. Well, more I than Danny Boy, but yeah. <laughs> Feel free to um, hit us up with some questions or hit, yeah. hit us up in our DM and on Instagram for the cultures. And um, yeah, anywhere else, just let us know what your thoughts are or anything you want to kind of just give us. We are more than happy to hear from everyone, okay? All righty. So. Bruh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean. Wait, can you hold on real second? Can, can I just tell you how much I love our bruh segment? Are you, oh, yeah? I just like the drop of when you say bruh or whenever I say bruh. It's like a sigh. It's like a, a deep breath. Just. Uh, just like exhale, just letting it go. Okay, say it again, Jane Boy. Bruh. <laughs> What's up? It is, that's such a, uh, it is a relief to say that. Though. It is. I never thought about that. Yeah, I really like this segment too. <sighs> we so smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, we smart. <laughs> um, Damn, but fudge. I hate to just, I don't know, my, ever since we started the podcast. Too, Wait, did you say fudge? I, I did. Is it because it's Sunday? No, because I've been <laughs> I've been doing some ungodly was, things on un, Sunday. That was unusual for me to hear fudge from Danny Boy. He's Shut like, up. fudge. Shut up, bitch. You know, I try to I try to be mindful and shit. Look at you being all Christianese on me. Go ahead. Bruh, man. I, I mean, ever since we started the podcast, I think it was like since episode two, I just mm. been going through a lot, you know what I mean? And um the it just hasn't stopped, you know. Uh, what you call it? So, uh, you, you know, I went to my sister Flo's uh, funeral this this weekend. Right. Um, but I was also sad because I had to miss my auntie Aggie's uh, funeral. Oh. She passed, and it was. Um, so the the wild thing is, is that she passed on Monday, and then. They wanted the family wanted to do her service her services on Friday and Saturday, and I had you know like you I, had I had to choose. I, I, not that I had to choose, you know what I mean? Because you know how like we do with our families is like okay, you go represent for us this time, right? Yeah. The next time I'll go, and it'll just be you know it, it's like we're there representing those behind us, right? Like right, my mom, yeah. my grandma, my sister, and the girls. You know, just being the representation so that our family is present. And of course, I had to be there for Sister Flo, but I also wanted to be there for my auntie Aggie. You know what I mean? And right. and just the fa- my family who's grieving right now. My auntie, she did a lot, you know, for a lot of us, and she was so um, she was just loving and yeah, you know, funny and you had a beautiful voice and didn't take shit from no one and mm. you know. Just, I'm sorry to hear that. It's but it's just this like wave of loss, you know what I mean? That's that's the whole yeah. that's my bruh for the week like can 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 it stop or can it can it take a break, you know what I mean? Like um that is it's a, just a tough it's, question now. Yeah. It's a lot of and it, you know maybe it's a rhetorical question because it's it, we don't know, right? If anything from everything we've learned from all of the passings is that tomorrow is isn't promised, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. Yep. What are we doing today? Exactly. What are we doing today, and what is it that we want to do, or that we want to accomplish before we leave? Right. You know this earth, right? Yeah. Um, because I don't know. I, that's just something that I've been thinking about, especially with 
mm. everything that's been happening. And so, um, you know, just loss, yeah, grief, death, um, legacy, right? What, yeah. do, what am I going to leave behind? What was left behind? You know, thinking about all the different ages of these folks who have passed, you yeah. know, just... Um, it's re- it's been really hard too, cause you know my uh, my grandma hasn't been going to the funerals because all you know everybody's younger than her. Okay. And what's what's interesting is she said it's hard. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's hard for her. It's, yeah. It's hard for her to go because it's you know they still have life to live. Right. Right. Yeah. At least that's what you know we think, and then and I totally get it. You know what I mean? And yeah. And I support her, but yeah, just I don't know. Bro. You know I'm just thinking of all this, like <laughs> fuck, man. It's, that's that's tough. There's so much loss, so I just you know, like once again, sending all my sending my love and condolences and love and light to everybody who is experiencing loss right now. Yeah, that's true, man. <sighs> Your auntie was was she um, someone? Uh, yeah. Wow, and. It's just unusual to hear a, a funeral happen so within like oh, that week. It, that part, right? That's just unusual. That's I, I think that's funny. You asked the question: Is is she someone? Because that don't sound and yeah. and that's the thing too. Like, I think all of us were kind of like, "Whoa, that's hella fast." But you know, like, was it something the, the family's been pre- prepared for? I mean, they prepared for that. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I really don't know the, the you don't know the the thinking behind having it so quick, but um, yeah, you know, it just it is what it is. And <clears throat> I mean, I was sad that I wasn't able to be there, but my you know my mom and the family was there, and I was out there in L.A. representing for my sis and just oh, being with man. everybody too, man. You know, it's just it's. What do you call that? Like, oh, it's more than overwhelmed. It's more than feeling overwhelmed it's like 10 levels up you know what i mean just all of the emotion i know all of this emotion that's you know what that is tough danny boy and i want to say thank you uh because um the scripture that you gave a couple episodes ago Mm. Uh, it was John eleven thirty five. Yeah, I think so. The most easiest scripture ever. Yeah, Say one it, one of the shortest ones. What is it? Recite G- it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus wept. Watangi <laughs> Yesu. Uh, there you go. Danny boy is officially ready for White Sunday, y'all. No, how about uh, some of my cousins was getting at me like, fool, why you say? Uh? So when I was up there um, saying my words for flow, I was like, I know this this might be kind of uh, this might be out of character, but I wanted to share a verse with you. <laughs> well, we have Reverend Danny Boy up in here now. He's, see, he's over here giving reverence to the Lord, not even saying the f word on Sundays. Fudge. Um, they was like, "What you mean out of character?" Shoot, They're like we know I don't be I don't be sharing scriptures and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just wanted to give the disclaimer. Yeah. Know? I'm up Good there. Good for you, Danny boy. I'm up there just talking, not even, you know, just trying to keep it together, at least for that piece. That's a powerful scripture. So, yeah, but thank you for um, sharing that, you know, yeah. with um, with me and with everyone when you did. 
because that's what I was thinking about um, mm. at that time. And then I shot, you know, I showed you a little text like, can I use that? <laughs> <laughs> As if I wrote it myself. Huh? <laughs> <coughs> well, I wouldn't have known it if it wasn't for you. You Aww. know what I mean? And I, you know. Thank you, Lord. Huh? Thank think, you, Lord. I think the message behind that is like the, what I what I said to what I shared up there. It was about like, you know, Jesus wept. And so when you feel the need to weep, mm. you know, at any time, in any place, just do it. Don't hold back. Don't try to be strong. Mm. Don't don't listen to nobody. If, you know, if they tell you that shit, like just do, just weep. Mm. And then um, because peace comes after the storm every time mm. you do, you know what I mean? Like allow yourself to to weep and to feel all the emotions and ask all those questions, you know, especially with something like this, yeah. like, you know, I question, I question God too, like, yeah, like he, how, how could, you know, yeah, how could you, why did you, but, but what's really comforting in uh, the song that I've been blasting ever since she passed was that Missing You by Which Brandy, one? Gladys Knight, oh. yeah, and I've been, um, I think Shaka Khan and Tamia is on there too, yeah, but there's a line in the song where it says, um, only God may know why, still I will get by, right? Like, yeah, only God yeah, knows yes, why. Yes, yes, Only God knows why he took her, right? Yeah. And Come on. We just, you know, got to... You know what, Danny boy? Tr- trust I think, in him, I guess. I think we all, everyone, the listeners and myself, we're all anticipating you, um, you opening a church and planning a new church out here in um, Milpitas area. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Because that's where we that's where we record. But Danny boy, we're gonna pray about that. I think we I hear a pastor in the in nah, the, this my in minis- the studio. This is my ministry right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the streets. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but that is tough. That is a tough thing. We're we're grateful that you are able to still walk with your head high in the midst of everything kind of falling and hitting you at once. Mm-hmm. We're grateful that you are still pushing through and still holding your loved ones. I see that button right now. Mm. Sister Flo. Yeah. <clears throat> Rest in love, sis. Rest in love. Florence Saitawa Nico. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> I see you. My I see you. I want to talk about my ICU for a second. Can we? Okay. <laughs> who who do you see this week? Bex? Oh well, thank you for asking me, Danny boy. Because you know, I just been, I just happen to like be a huge fan of this like you know young lady. She is a um, huge icon to me. I feel like even in our community, um, our Pacific Island community. But her name is Paris Goble. Oh yeah, she be gigging. You know, she's an international multi multi multi. Award-winning dance choreographer from South Auckland. Yeah, from New Zealand. Okay. She's worked um, with some of the biggest names in Hollywood, like Riri, J-Lo, Justin Bieber, Nicki Minaj, and Janet Jackson. And Sierra. Oh, and Sierra. Yeah, yeah, level up. And and everybody leveling up, doing a level up challenge. Yeah, and um, she's worked with more. I mean, I just named a few. And she also published her own book. She has a book out? She has a book. Oh, that's dope. See, hey, we got to go out there and support. 
support Young Queen. That's who she is. She's a she's a real young queen, but that's the name of her book. Young that, Queen. Okay. Yeah, but <clears throat> Oh, that's right cuz I think the dance company that she started um Royal Family. Royal Family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. earlier and then the that was their signature was the crown yes. like this. Yes. I'm scared you of that. You know, she's a queen. She's a queen. She's an entrepreneur as well. She's a businesswoman. Um she's um she just she opened up a, a nonprofit organization with her sister called Sisters United. Mm. And they the heart behind that is to um, kind of help the Maori and uh, PI, Pacific Islander young girls, into help into like learning how to use their arts and building their self-esteem and just kind of like just whatever they need. To empower them. To empower them, to establish up. them, to kind of put them into their their queen place, right. you know. And, yeah, I thought that was, like, a big thing because, you know, I'm like, dang. You know, because I, I see her in the dancing, mm-hmm. and I saw I can understand the entrepreneur side of it. But when I heard she was doing other things like, you know, o- opening a nonprofit organization like that to help, you know, Maori girls and PI yeah. girls kind of build their self-esteem and kind of give them hope that they can climb that same right, ladder. Right. And also she's um she was went over she went overseas to kind of do some work and more for I think it's um Global Vision, I believe, something like that. She did a lot of work overseas. She went to Africa and just really serving people yeah. and you know and just in what I would have thought like, oh my gosh, that that's I never heard of that. I never, mm-hmm. I, I've never, she doesn't really talk about it much, but in her book, because I went to get her book today. Oh, nice, nice. I went to go cop that book because I'm like, you know, I can't be talking about her if I don't at least go <laughs> cop that book. So I was able to find it at Barnes and Noble. And oh, I'm, gonna, I'm finna go pick me one up. Gotta pick Young Queen up, Paris Goble. Like, she is an icon. She, she dropped out of high school. What? At the age of 15. Hey. Crazy thing is that her dad came and got her out of high school. Oh yeah. <clears throat> her dad probably knew the gold in her, the gem in her, and was like, you know what? Like, we're gonna do this. We're just gonna trust. She's and too believe. cool for school. She's too cool for school, but I don't encourage that for everyone. You know, right. that's not everybody's path. And she talks about it in her book. She she is um she she talks about how like you know she was excited that she didn't have to wake up early anymore, and mm-hmm. she didn't have to like you know look forward to like her classes, but. You know, after weeks passed by, she realized, like, dang, she's, like, you know, 15, 16, and she got shit going for her right now, you know? Like, yeah. I guess that, you know, that decision with her and her father was kind of flopped. So she went, she talks about depression as well in there. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it, that's real, right? It's it's crazy. She, though, kind of like the back, the back history, the back context of her book really came from... I guess a lot of girls, young girls have been hitting her up, actually young, young youth. They've been hitting her up in her DM talking about like, man, I love your story. You know, I Googled because they Googled her name and they, you know, like, you know, it kind of shows the Wikipedia side of mm-hmm. like a small, you know, portion of her story. Like she dropped out of this and that and that was it. And she just felt like, man, I need to write this book because I'm not, it's the story of me is more than a dropout, you know, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. You it's, know. A, it's a piece of the the journey. It's a small fraction of the journey. And, you know, I love how she just kind of came out and said, you know what? I My story is more than the piece that you, get, you read on Google of right. just me being a dropout. Mm-hmm. And she really just, you know, just she's able to really articulate great sides of her then and now. And it's awesome. So got to get that book. That's what's up. I'm going to see if they have it on the uh, audio book because oh, yeah. I've been wanting to try that because, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Right. But it would help too, because I haven't read in a while. 
Okay. Because I haven't have you know I haven't found the time, so I'm gonna see if they got it on the audiobooks app. Right. And cop it there. Hopefully they got it, so then I could just you know somebody could read it for me. <laughs> She's she man. After I was so inspired by her because there was an interview that I heard today because I just started going to town with Paris Goble. Like I need a, I want to know a little bit more of just kind of like who mm-hmm. she is. Mm-hmm. And in there in her interview, she mentions that she she doesn't read at all. She's only read one book like that she can recall in her life. Oh, but yet she wrote a book. Hey, you know? hey, you see? You know, and that's not to like, you know, you know, make her look like she's less than, a, you know, whatever. But she was just, she, I love her vulnerability right. and how transparent she is. But she was like, I didn't write a book, but she felt compelled to write a book. Right. Like she is a huge dreamer. Like nothing's gonna stop her, right? No limits. There is no cap over that girl. She is like she sees the sky, she goes. Our situations can define us, right? Exactly. Like like even though we may be in a rut and you know, I'm saying this but I also need to take it in for myself. Right, yeah. Is that we may be in a rut with certain things, but it 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 doesn't limit us, right? Like it doesn't stop us from being able to go out there and achieve it and do it. Um, and even if you fail, right, just keep going. Exactly. And I love that. I love the fact that she's exactly. like. Exactly. Yeah, she's I resilient. I don't, I don't read, but shit, I wrote a book. <laughs> I was like, dang. Right? Now that's, that's gangster. She's like, I don't read. I wrote a book. You know, it's nothing to your girl. It's just me. <laughs> but yeah, that's I See You Paris Goebel. You are doing an awesome job for our community, our Pacific Island community, and we appreciate you and I See You Girl. Yeah. I mean, and I want to point out, too, one one important fact. Yes. Um, the thing that you said that really stuck with me is the fact yeah. that Paris gives back to the to the community Man, right she gives back effortlessly. to where, to where she came from right even though she serves every other people she's gone to all these different countries she goes home yeah and she serves the community at home especially to fulfill the need for so many young girls you know right. what i mean to yeah. to provide a space uh an opportunity for them to be empowered to to be encouraged to be yes. confident you yes. know like that that speaks volumes. And she does it on, on the low. On the low. Because, I mean, you know, I've only ever seen stuff about her dancing. I didn't know all this. Um, her book. This extra detail and her stuff non-profit. like that. So you, you put me on, too, about her. So I'm definitely interested to learn more about Paris. I have been peeping her out, especially because yeah. she's... Um, I think I was watching a lot of their dance videos on YouTube, too, before she blew up and was working with a lot of artists. Okay. I, I believe they was on uh, America... America's Best Dance Crew yeah, or something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. MTV, back yep. in the day. So They took that, by the way. They <laughs> did. <clears throat> I really appreciate the fact that she gives back to the community because that's, that's so important. Yeah. You know what I mean? So many, we have very few Pacific Islander celebrities out there. Yep. You know what I mean? And, <clears throat> and this is a conversation that my folks and I have always had about, like, where are they in terms of giving back? Yes. Now, I know that a lot of... PI and maybe more specifically Samoan and Tongan football players, you know, like they mm. go, they'll like create a football camp or they'll do some stuff with football and the football equipment and they'll take it back to the islands and like that's their form of giving back. Right. But what doesn't sit well with me with that is just like they're only investing in this um, <laughs> exploitation, you know mm. what I mean, of yeah. of Samoan and Tongan and Pacific Islander bodies. Yep. To play football, right? To continue to um, nurture and foster these 
machines, right? These <clears throat> heavy hitting machines to right. to hit the American soil and hit the American um, football field, right? To do right, the, yeah. To hopefully be in the NFL, right? Right, yeah. like, and we could we could talk about this for all right an extensive amount of time and maybe another segment, but all that to say that when we see Pacific Islanders giving back in a humble yes and effortless kind of way yes that's what speaks volumes not in a way to be seen not right. in a way to just so they can post it on social media so they can be recognized as this person who gave right 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 somebody who just gives from their being you yep. know that's just who they are they just naturally know that this is this and and you know what paris she talks about that like she learned that from her dad mm. and because of that she thought this was the the human way of being that we are just naturally to give from our poverty to our riches. We give mm. from both sides. And it was just like, Oh dang Paris. Dang, that hit my heart, sis. You said we give even in poverty. Yeah. Huh? We ain't got nothing, but we give, we'll we give. give, we'll give, we'll give from our, our poverty and even from our riches. Either way, we'll give you just as much. And I thought that spoke to me. I was like, Dang, dad, her dad was her dad modeled a lot. Shout out to the parents who yeah. just model good values, you know, mm -hmm. for their children, nieces, nephews. We just appreciate that a lot. Yeah. So while you Danny boy. Uh is it okay if I do two ICUs? Yes. There was a special one that came about that I want to Please shoot. do. So when I've been thinking about um who am I gonna recognize uh this week, I had already thought about uh, who the individual is. Right. Um, so my first ICU goes out to my boy, Genesis Leuta. Yes. Um, if you know him like that, you know, then he's affectionately called Tente, but don't don't call him that if you don't know him like that. <laughs> but my boy, Genesis, is the, um, the artist who drew our logo. Come on. So shout I'm, out to you, Genesis. <laughs> that artwork is dope. You know what I mean? Super dope. And I've always been a fan of his artwork. Um, ever since we became friends back in 2011. Oh wow. Um, and you know he's he was already like a dope ass artist, and then he started doing gra you know graphic design. He went to school for it, and then now he's doing tattooing. Okay. And he's, yeah, and he's dope. Yeah. Is is he in a shop? Now? Yeah, he's in a shop. He's what? been in a shop for a minute. He's out there in uh, SoCal. I think the shop is in Long Beach. Okay. Um, but I just wanted to recognize my brother one time because his artwork is dope. He and where, where can you find more of his artwork? So you could uh, follow him on Instagram. I, I think that's the best way to see his work. His um, IG handle <clears throat> is at Gen1017. That's G-E-N-T-E-N-1-7. Come on. Shout out to you, Jen Nessis. <laughs> <laughs> Jen Nessis. He's like... So gifted. You are so gifted. We appreciate that. You made my face prettier than, you know, <laughs> it is right now. So thank you. Uh, my bad. Actually, his uh, Instagram name is uh, Jen 10 underscore design. Okay. Yeah, Jen 10 underscore design. So check out his work. Yes. Hit him up. Uh, support the business. You know what I mean? He's a, He's an artist. Um, and if you need some dope tattoo work, holla at your boy. So tell him Danny Boy or For the Culture sent he. Yeah, and you might get some love, but you know, support our people. Yes. Uh, so my brother Tente, bruh, I see you. Come on. 
And then I just wanted to give uh, one more ICU out to the Pilot Wolf Pack. Um, a lot of the students that I worked with uh, previously, they're a part of this network that they call the Wolf Pack, right? Mm, I like that. And name. we've uh, we've really built, you know, a special bond with uh, the leadership program that they they went through. That was the uh, one that I coordinated. Okay. I was also a facilitator for, and so nice. you know, just um, a lot of a lot of love and a lot of relationships with the students, and um, when they heard about the passing um, of our sister Flo, uh, they all came together because they wanted to bring a mealofa to the family, right? Because they, you know, they know that we're That's all sweet. grieving, and so they came. They came Friday night to the house mm. and, and did a presentation, just a quick, you know, um, uh, prayer, <laughs> wor words of comfort, a song, and then they gave a kyokusi, right? They gave so a kyokusi is like an envelope with with uh, with paper, with some green, <laughs> <laughs> with some fatty, <laughs> with that skrilla, <laughs> that skrilla wow. scratch. Yeah, you know, just to how many of them? Um, so I know that. I think there was about nine, nine or ten of them that came, mm. but I know every like there was people who couldn't make it, but people oh, still wow. contributed to the Kyokusi. So it was really um, that's really nice. Yeah, it was really a special moment. You know, my my uncle he was he was blown away. Our whole family was blown away, and I was really taken back because you know those are. Those are my students. Those right, are my right. Right. Those are that's my family, right? Like, for them to do that, it just is a testament to how how awesome or how excellent that program was, right? And um, your impact and influence, and how excellent that is too. <laughs> all of our, you know, it was the whole team, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, um, the whole team that uh, was doing the program back then. So, I uh, really that's awesome. Yeah, I just really want to love and appreciate. Everybody from the Wolf Pack, um, I want to recognize those that were able to come through. Uh, we had Evie, Ike, Lena, Alisi, Shireen, Grace, Abby, and uh, Bianca. Oh. oh, and Clara. And did I say Grace already? Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> yes. can say Grace again. And Clara. Yeah. They all came through to represent um, the the Wolf Pack oh, and nice. present all of that to us, and so um, that really, really touched my heart. I'm st still just trying to find the words to express how grateful I, I am to to the students. So I just want to say, y'all, that I see you. That's awesome. That's awesome, Danny boy. Ooh. Man, check this shit out, bro. <laughs> check this shit out, Bex. What's good? Oh, my goodness. Have you been watching, uh, or not watching, but been witnessing a lot of this, um, a lot of these discussions about The Rock playing King Kamehameha the Great? Uh, let's talk about that, anyway. <laughs> let's talk about that. So if you haven't heard, I'm pretty sure y'all heard by now, because uh, you know everybody named Mama. Has an opinion about it, uh, but the Dwayne the Rock Johnson 
announced that he is going to be playing uh, the role of King Kamehameha the first, mm-hmm. or also King Kamehameha the Great. Uh, he's um, also, I think, known as um, Paella. Please mm. forgive me if I didn't pronounce that right. <laughs> um, uh, so he's so King Kamehameha the Great is known as the founder and the first ruler of Hawaii. Um, and he also is he also is known for uniting the warring islands, right? I guess, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Within the you know Pacific Ocean, mm. and so uh, it says that the film will be directed by Robert Zemeckis, and he's famous for doing films like Back to the Future, Forrest Gump. Um, and even that movie Flight with Denzel Washington, and that the script is going to be done by a man named Randall Wallace, and he wrote the script for uh, Braveheart. Oh. Tupalangi men. Okay. Tupalangi men, you know, no, no Kanaka Maoli background. <laughs> um, is is going to be the lead of this, um, and the you know the Rock who is uh, half Samoan and half black. Uh, will be playing the role of King Kamehameha. Didn't he uh, live in Hawaii for a bit? Who the Rock? Yeah, I think so. Just for a bit, right? Yeah, <laughs> but see, um, so some of the stuff that I'm seeing on social media is that like folks ain't having it. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, this is one of those oppor- you know, like this is one of those opportunities where we could, you know, have people f- who are from that cultural background, right? Play those roles. Yeah. Right? And so the fact that The Rock is Samoan, you know, there's kind of an issue with, like, well, shouldn't a shouldn't, uh, 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 Native Hawaiian or Kanaka Maoli play that role? Mm-hmm. You know, and someone like Jason uh, Momoa, right? Like, right. he's Kanaka. Um, he's been very vocal about um, Hawaiian issues. Right. You know, he had a lot to, he had a lot to um, say in protest about the stuff with Mauna Kea. Mm. Um, and it's just very active, right? Like, he is, he's visible in that, and he is of, you know, he is of Hawaiian descent. Do we know if the, the if they even thought about considering him as, as a potential no. lead role? I mean, not that I know of. Oh. You know, I think this is just the conversation that folks are having, um, yeah. you know, online. Um, and I see that. You know, I see that um, that part, right? Because this is just like that movie, uh, what was it called? Aloha, where the Palangi girl, she's supposed to be Native Hawaiian, Asian, and Palangi. Mm -hmm. And Um, she's not. And and in real life, she's she's none of those. She's just Palangi, right? Oh, my gosh. Um, Oh, my goodness. And so, you know, like a lot of people had to say something about that, right? Like... Why not? Why not get people who have that you know kind of blood to play these roles? That would make sense, right? Right. Or at least work with people who have that experience to to help uh, to help feed the role. Right. Right. So, I mean, what were some of the things that people were like saying on on you know the internet? Or on social media, where were some of the things that were like, oh shoot, man? I mean, this is something that I've always heard growing up. I don't know, have you heard it? Where folks say that King Kamehameha was really Samoan? 
Mm. Have you ever heard that? I never heard of that. Man, I've heard that so many times. I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> you know, damn, someone's always <laughs> trying to... Uh, trying to recognize everybody as their own. It just, you know, like, oh, that that's the president of the United States. Oh, yeah, he's got some Samoan in him. Mm-mm. You know, like, everybody just got to be Samoan. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I could, I could dig it. I mean, I know we're prideful people, but <laughs> come on now. What were, was were there, was there like are, were most of the like controversial controversial comments coming from like the native Hawaiians coming from like other PIs like just uh, it was like, yeah it was it was um it's been both oh you know it's been both like um there has been Samoans who also have an issue with the Rock playing the role of King Kamehameha and and these are the these are the folks who who get it, right? Who understand that like to have a role like this and not and have it not be played by a Kanaka Maoli is is a detriment, right? Because right. the story and the connectedness is is so deep that to have somebody, you know, non uh well not non Pacific Islander, but non Hawaiian play it, mm-hmm. it is like it's like a step backwards. Right, right. In a sense. But then there are folks who are like, well, it's actually a step forward because at least the story's being told. At least, it, you know, with someone like The Rock and the weight behind his name, you know, it can get people out to uh, to see the film. You know, it'll be a great way to, to gain visibility uh, for Pacific Islanders or even Pacific Islander story. Right, yeah. And some of the other stuff that's out there, you know, um, that people are concerned about, is that they're concerned about the rock playing a Pacific Islander role because they already I know, that's right. they already had some critiques for him, you know, with uh playing Maui. And, oh. and that's just a voiceover, right? Right, yeah. But you know, I think because we have that ear for it where, you know, we can hear how if it doesn't you know, like if it sounds right or not. You know, and a lot of people were saying that in Moana, you know, his Faumu wasn't good. The way that he did the, <laughs> the way the way that he did the haka wasn't good, you know, like just it, it didn't sound right, right? Right. And then even um, even uh, on Facebook, I had seen this video where it was one of the late late night talk shows that he was on, and he was singing a he was singing Tali Maya. It's it's a Samoan uh, love song, uh-huh. and. Um, I don't know, just the way that he was pronouncing the words, right? You know, was, I mean, not to laugh because, hey, I don't speak Samoan fluently either, but but I could at least get the right, the words right, you know what I mean? And you so could, you could just kind of tell, you know? Yeah, yeah, you can. Sometimes you could just tell, like, oh, we need to, you need to practice how you, you know, you say your words and all that, so. Poor Rock. Poor Rock. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I if I feel sorry for for him, you know, like no for him not knowing the language too good for him to butcher a, oh, a, a oh, great oh, love song. But classic. he but he was real confident though, you know, and I just well, that's just who he is. Yeah, yeah. But you gotta, I don't know, just thinking culturally. There's 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 process you gotta go through, you know what I mean? Right. And maybe he didn't grow up with those processes of. Learning the language and stuff like that. So I don't know, but it's just all this shit about the rock and you know, 
this this is a big story, right? Right, like, yeah. King Kamehameha, like, I don't know if there's ever been a film put out there, you know, and I, and I hope that they get it right. Because like I said, it's going to be directed by two Palangi men. And I have an issue with that too, because it's like, mm. what, what, do you, what do you know? You know, and who are you talking to to inform the way you write it, like how you're going to write this script? Yeah, I think I've read a few comments on that too. What did they say? No, just I think it was from just one one native Hawaiian guy, but he just he pretty much said that you know, I don't mind the rock playing the role, but don't like I he just hopes that he, that they don't change the narrative in their, you know, for whatever audience that they're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. get to. And you know he, because I don't, I don't really know too much about King Kamehameha, like just like his, the kind of like the the history of who he is and what he did. I know a little bit, but not a lot. But the guy that um, left a comment on the rocks, um, on his on his uh, on his page, he was just going to town about like, you know, just again, like he was being nice, but he was just saying, but don't. Don't humiliate us, like don't, our people. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, don't do that. Don't change anything. Like, really, he's really putting his hope in the rock. And, like, he's pretty much saying, like, I'm giving you this one shot. Like, if you if you drop the ball, then it's... We're going to have some problems. <laughs> I mean, it's real, though. I think that's the concern. That's the, that's one of the biggest concerns. Probably the concern of every native Hawaiian. What do what you, what you Kanuka? Oh, Kanaka. Kanaka Maoli. 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 Yeah, like What the, does that mean? Um, the, I, I need to get educated, Danny Boy. You need to educate. You need to put me on with this Kanaka Maoli. So it's the it's the the real people right. of the land, right? Like the native Hawaiians. They call themselves Kanaka, Kanaka Maoli. Maoli. They're the true people of the land, right? Like. Oh, wow. It's like, um, I mean, not the same, but but similar, you know, like with Native Americans, right? right. Instead of being called Indians, no, they're, they're, the, they're the native people of this land. Kanaka Maoli, that's, thank you. Yeah. I just learned that. <laughs> I mean, Kanaka I just learned that, you know, like me. a few years ago myself, you know, and just even thinking about the, you know, like what happened with the Native Americans, you know, and how the, their land was stolen mm. and Connecting that to how the same thing happened with the Native Hawaiians, right? And like, there's a, they're fighting. They've been fighting for sovereignty forever, right? right because yeah. their land was illegally, um, illegally taken from them, right? Wow. Uh, yeah, but I think cool. I think a lot of the concern, you know, just with the Rock and this role in this story, is because. This story is an opportunity for the world to learn about one of our great leaders in the community, right? Or, or, or in our history right. and in our culture. <clears throat> and what we're hoping and praying for is that, you know, like the rock can pull it off. Yeah, he could. And that the Palangi director and the and the Palangi scriptwriter, you know what I mean? That they get it right, that they consult with the right people to to make this story right. Cause the worst thing that could be done, like you said, with that man said is they just make the story into how it could best fit for, you know, a good film. Right. Instead of telling the truth, instead of telling the real deal. So it's, it, it's one of those concerns with, you know, dealing with Hollywood and, right. And that whole business, you know, it's like, they don't, 
at the end of the day, they, they don't really care about the community or, or the culture, right? It's a story to tell. It's a story to package. And it's a story to sell, mm. right? So, like, how is this going to benefit the community in the long run, right? Like, how are you going to give back? Right. Um, and how can this be an opportunity for Pacific Islanders, Kanaka or other Islanders to to have an opportunity to work on this, right? On this film, on this set, right? And not just you know, be the little people that like do the craft services or push or you know like whatever, but like have have a have a seat at every every table, even the big table, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right where they're writing the script and shit like that, like. Our people need to be a part of the process because this is our stories. I agree. Right? Well said. Yeah. Um, I agree. And then even you know, just like with the Rock, I've always thought to myself as an, as a as an aspiring filmmaker. Yeah. You know, I've I've watched a lot a lot of his. Okay, no, I lied. <laughs> I've watched <laughs> I a, like hmm. I've watched a few of his films, and I you know I'm not a big fan. He doesn't move me. Right. I'm not excited about it, but but I did like the rundown. You know what I mean? But I always felt like, dang, if I could if I could put a script together, if I could have an opportunity to make a film and have The Rock play a role in it, I bet you I could get him like a, you know, a nom and an, what do you call it? An Oscar nomination or something mm, like that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. because I wouldn't write these, you know, these like big stories for right. him, right? It would be it would be a familiar story. It would be something that he's not normally doing. Mm. I feel like he does a lot of these big, you know, uh, action Holly- roles, yeah, yeah. Hollywood, or even some of those Where he's like, kid movies, you know? Yeah, he's playing like an action figure or what is he, like a one of those fathers, those uh, protective fathers. What a, what, what are or even roles? the ones with Kevin Hart. Oh, and I, I, I can't be mad at him. You know what I mean? Like he's on his hustle. He's always been about his hustle. I think he's like one of the highest. He is. He paid is. actors, right? Um. So shoot, I can't be mad at him. You know, he's out there living. He's he's doing. He's, he's able doing to his provide thing. for his family. You know, and that's all we ever want to do. Right. Something I've always thought about with the Rock, though, is like, bro, what's up, man? Like, get, can you give back to the community? <laughs> Can you support some programs? Can you put some of our kids through college? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, how how can you give back? Right. You know, especially with having such a platform, having access, having um, wealth, you know? I think when you were talking about uh, Paris earlier, I was just thinking to myself, damn, like, I want to make sure that I state that state that in when we talk about this story that we haven't, I mean, I don't know anything. uh, I haven't heard anything about like the rock giving back specifically to the PI community Mm -hmm. in that kind of way where like someone like Paris does. Right. And, right. And, uh, we need to do our research then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I need to do some research, but I also, feel like I've been watching and I haven't heard yeah, anything. true. And, you know, it's oh, like, what's, like, how can you give, like, how can you give back, bro? You know? How can you help <clears throat> out the community? And maybe it ain't for everybody, you know? 
maybe I can't expect that from him if that's not the type of person he is or that's not, you know, maybe he's helping out more than just the PI community. Because he definitely does, you know, give to charity and stuff like that. Right, yeah. Um, and it benefits a lot of a lot of people. But yeah. I was just thinking about, like, how small and how yeah. um, invisible our community is. Yeah. You know, he's one of, like, our big highlights. Right. right? And, and, like, how can you help pull everyone up while also holding your position, right? So, yeah. I don't know. It's it's just some shit that I've seen, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. I just want to, uh, before we kind of close in this uh, segment real quick, I just want to, um, I'll probably, let's, let's give her, make, make, give her the name anonymous one, but I kind of want to pull from this and kind of pick your thoughts real quick. Cause, uh, this, this, um, person, this lit girl, I was going to say lady, but she's a girl, young girl posted, um, on, uh, one of the social media, um, pictures that had the rock and King Kamema. And she said, to all of you who are saying he wasn't Samoan, or wasn't he Samoan, yes, he was. You could have Googled that. She kind of goes on just kind of explaining um, just that and um, just like just her her view on like what The Rock, you know, how The Rock can like suit this position, how he'll do well. And then I scroll down a little bit, <laughs> like nine replies down, and then I see Tama Irie. Don't believe everything you Google. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, yeah. Oh, I left a comment for her. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. You're like, don't believe everything you Google. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, I mean, and the reason why, because I, I wanted to go, I wanted to go off and be like, you know, someone. I thought a, that was one of your nicest replies, and, actually. And that's, that was, that was my intent. I just <laughs> wanted to be, you know, one line and that's it. I don't want to go in because I wanted to go in and like say, how you googled it and that's makes that's what makes it true yeah did you did you look elsewhere how how do you know that king kamehameha was someone you know that that he still has um he still has you know family there's like bloodline that's connected to him that could that has a lot of the history who told you he was someone right it's <sighs> it's one of those things She's the one that's telling everybody. I mean, I'm reading it right now. She's like, you guys need to go and do your research. Don't rely on mainstream media to educate you and your children. But in that, she also did say that it would be a good opportunity for this film to educate. Right. <laughs> to educate people on who we are. And it's like, so you tell us not to do that, but then you say that this film is going to do that. <laughs> okay. Contradiction. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I just thought that was funny. It was like nine replies later. Don't believe everything you Google. Yeah, I was like that. That was enough. Yeah, that's one piece of the research that you do. You can look at other things to make sure that it all balances it. It all balances out, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to you know talk about this. <sighs> Check this shit out, man, because it it's a it's a big thing, right? Like a, a film. All about King Kamehameha. So and, and to tell a, a story of Native Hawaiians and I mean, I, I'm excited to see what, what it's about. I too need to read up on King Kamehameha because I, I didn't know that there was so many different kings. Mm. Right? So the one that the film is being done on is King Kamehameha the first, right? The great. He's also known as uh Paea. But there's other um King Kamehameha's after that. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, like his son and then, you know, just this whole... This whole legacy, Line- lineage, lineage yeah. there you go. This whole lineage wow. of, of family. You know what I mean? So even for even for that damn song, I won't comment. Like, eh. Eh. Shut up. <laughs> fix, uh, fix your face. <laughs> fix your face. But yeah, that was, that was funny. Okay, yeah. That conversation can probably go, you know, a little bit longer, but damn, you know. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, I want to say we'll like... Man, if The Rock were to ever listen to this, I hope. <laughs> Whoever's related to The Rock, go ahead and shoot him this. <laughs> That's how we discover Shane Amika. Uh, oh, we're just going to put it out there. We're going to do it every time <laughs> we want to, you know, get a PI celebrity. Like, if, if you're listening. If you're listening, you know what I mean? I respect what you're doing. I, I can't knock the hustle. I have my own views and opinions on the work, but I, do, but I, still, be, I still believe in you. You know what I mean? And if... If you're the one to do this, you know, do it right, bro. Yeah. Don't Talk, drop it. I, I got um I got connections to some folks in Hawaii that can really help you uh in your role that are connected to the culture and the roots. Right. Um but but they should also be consulted for uh putting this film together. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Yeah, you know, because I uh, just one last thing. I think as yeah. a Samoan person, right, if you're going to do something, if you're going to f- play a role with such big shoes like this. So in the article I read, it said that um, a Hawaiian kahu or... Um, What's a kahu? A kahu is a priest. Okay. Um, gave a blessing to this project, right? Oh, wow. So as a as a Samoan person... I think that if you're going to play the role of a native Hawaiian, you know what I mean? The respectful thing, right? The cultural thing to do mm. is to is to do that uh that due process, right? Right. Of going to whomever, yeah, asking for permission, asking for blessing. Yes. And then if you get that, then the next level is you you go out there and you train and you learn and you educate yourself. Sing, sit among their people, sit among their family, and soak up the culture, the language, mm-hmm. the behaviors, everything, the nonverbals, everything. Everything. Just soak it. All the nuances. Yes. Soak it all up. You yeah. know what I mean? Sit there and shut up and uh, <laughs> check check your celebrity status uh, at the door because you know yeah. when we come in, you are you are a visitor. You are lower yes. than them because yeah. it's their people. Yeah. You know and. And to show the respect as a Pacific Islander, as a Samoan, you you know, you just sit there and listen and learn. Yep. I, I mean, of course, ask questions. Just become a student. Just become a student. You don't know everything. Yeah. Um, and it's really important that you take that process seriously so yeah. that you get it right so yeah. that, you know, it's the true story. Yes. And you do right by the Hawaiians. Mm. You know? Wow. So... Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll stay tuned. Yeah, we'll hear from The Rock in a few weeks. So, you know, look <laughs> forward gonna, to that. Definitely going to stay up on this story and uh, keep following it. And, and if you, you know, what, what are your thoughts on the on the story? Let us know. Yes. Hit us up on the socials at For The Cultures. Please. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you. All right. You know, I'm excited to kind of dig into Chop It Up um, segment. Um I'm actually, I think we, I, I 
kind of reached out to you um, earlier in this week and um, spoke to you about an article that I found mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. One of my friends, um, he posted um, an article on his page. And this article was about a young kid, nine years old. Um, his name is Jamal, Jamel Miles. And um, basically he was driven to suicide after mm. he was bullied for coming out as gay. Again, he was nine years old, Danny boy. And he was, they said that he was driven to suicide. That's how the article wrote it. Yeah. Because he came out or after he, it was after coming out gay. Mm-hmm. And um, his mother in just a few of the, the interviews that she was on, his mother um, discovered her son dead. Um, he hung himself yeah. in the bathroom in the Denver home and it's just a nine years old. Right, right. Nine years old, you know, for someone to kind of just feel comfortable enough to tap into his, just his sexuality at that age or just his truth, his truth. Yeah. Nine years old. And he basically went up to his mom and it was so, it was the cutest story. Cause she mentioned in the, again, in an interview, she was like, I was driving my, me and my son, we were driving, he was in the back seat, and he basically said, mom, I need to tell you something. And she was like, yeah, you know, thinking that it was just one of those random conversations that mm-hmm. they have, mm-hmm. not knowing that, you know, she's about to hear one of the most bravest confessions of her life. You know, mm-hmm. her son, um, Jamel goes, mom, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. And the mom paused. I, I think she said that she looked, she immediately looked at her rear view mirror and she was like, I love you. And But when she looked back, he was hurled up. He was curled up, actually. He was curled up, mm-hmm. you know, like in fetus position, just like shaking, scared, because she just... Thought like, just like you and I, like, oh my gosh, no one's going to accept this. Mm-hmm. No one's going to like it. Especially if we tell parents or anybody that we love, if they hear this, nobody's going to like it. And he was just afraid to see his mom's reaction, let alone what she has to say. And it just, you know, like she was like, I look back and I said, I love you. Like, that's not, that that doesn't remove who you are. You're still my son. You're my son. You're not my gay son, you're not this, you're just my son. Like if above all, like you're, you're my son first. And like that really, that, that empowered her son to be like, Oh shoot. <laughs> like I didn't expect that. <laughs> like, wait, are you, did you just hear this? Like I said, I'm gay. And she's like, I love you son. And she, you know, he's like, man, thank you. I mean, he was grateful. Like she was just like so happy that she got to say that one thing to her, to him to Jamel before he passed that, you know what? I love you. I accept that. And Jamel was confident enough to go to school and, you know, talk to his friends about that. And just, you know, things didn't, things didn't work out quite as he planned. You know, he thought, you know, my mom accepted my sister, you know, like, shoot, I can't wait to go talk to my friends and tell them about it. And yeah, say like weeks, weeks into like, you know, when he went back to school and school started as a fourth grader, he started, um, yeah, he just started telling friend by friend that, you know, he's gay and he's happy about it. And, you know, like, this is who he is. And, mm-hmm. like, within just the first few friends, 
they just started telling him one of the statements that the mom said that you should kill yourself or you should commit suicide if you want to live that lifestyle. Literally, that's what she said. Yeah. That's what um, Jamel told his older <sighs> sister that week that he was bullied. But for like, again, four days straight before he passed, before he took his life, he was just getting tortured, you know, and like, that's just unacceptable. Especially now, we are in September. For real. Suicide Prevention and Recovery Month. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought this was, like, the greatest thing to talk about because, I mean, we we can tackle a lot of things, actually, in this segment. Like, mental yeah. health, um, sexuality, acceptance, family dynamics. Like, bullying. Bullying. Like, there's a lot. We can, But what's the Inf first? Influence. Yeah. What were you, what were you no, saying? I said, yeah, no, influence is one of them, too. But yeah. there's a lot that we can unpack in this. But what's the first thing that came, that stood out to you as I was, like, kind of telling you this story? What was, like, the first thing? <sighs> I don't know. Anger? Just sadness. I think for me it's sadness because I remember being a little kid, you know, like, around that age, and I, I find... I find it brave that he was able to do that at eight years old. You know what I mean? Nine, nine. Oh, nine. Yeah. Nine years old. I'm thinking about my niece who's eight. Like, oh, my gosh. You know, just just to be just the same age. Right. And think to take your life like that, right? Like, But then I also identify with it because as I was coming of age at that time, too, you know, like, I, I noticed that I was attracted to men, right? And right. Like, I knew that that was a bad thing just because of how I was treated or what was talked about. Um, and so really being able to understand those feelings of where Jamel was at that time. Right. Like, I feel that he's so brave that he was able to just come to grips to know yeah. that, you know, hey, I, I, I'm recognizing this about myself and I just need to do this. Yeah. It made me think about, like, how how did he get to that point? Is it the visibility of, like, what we see on TV or what's out there in the world or just, like, this fight for acceptance and love? Right. Like, how, how did he get to this point, right? Um, and then I also think it's it's beautiful that the mother gave him so much love. and I thought that was awesome. You know. And older sister. And older sister. And that's not, I mean, you know, it could go either way, right? It right. can go that way or it can go the way where... They could put him into like uh, a gate, you know, like a camp where mm. he can become ungay. Oh yes, <laughs> a church camp, right? <laughs> Man, conversion therapy type uh, shit, whatever. Uh, like, there's just so many layers that. Right. I mean, I'm just I sad. I I'm just, you're right, because you know, I think about nine years old, and I think about some of my nephews and nieces that are nine, and I'm just like. They're not even fourth grade. Like, they haven't even graduated elementary, you know? It's like, yeah. there's so much life that they have yet to experience, you know? And, like, I don't even know how he mustered up that type of maturity because it took, I mean, he was like, he. I feel like that he was an old soul. Like, for him to just say, I'm comfortable with who I am. Mom, I'm gay. Although he curled up, you know, and, like, that's just Because it's hard. Right. It's hard to have that damn conversation. That moment when... Tense, anxiety. That moment where he was curled up, like, I immediately knew that feeling. Right, like, right. You know, it's like, confessing it is easy. 
it's the response and, you know, the reaction that I'm kind of like, I don't want, I don't know if I want to deal with that, you know? And it's like, he was, I felt his, 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 his hurt. I felt like just the, the fear of like, there's a slight chance that I might lose my mom. Mm -hmm. And there's a slight chance that I might win my mom. And at that moment, you could, I just felt the weight of um, Jamel just like saying like, man, what did I do? You know, like I did something that I just believed in. And if I lose something that means more than life to me, then I'll, then I'll risk losing it for the sake of my freedom. Yeah. At four, at again, at nine years old, he was able to tap into that type of wisdom, you know, and that mm -hmm. type of bravery. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like, man, that was like, he should have been my ICU too. Oh, <laughs> like, hey, he still can be, you know. Yeah, he we, is. We see you, Jamel. Gosh, we do. Rest in love. Rest in love to Jamel, nine years old, took his life through bullying. Come on, bullying, we got to do better than that, For like real. seriously. That's something, that, that's something that stuck out to me too. Like, I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not a... I'm not a troublemaker. I'm not. I don't feel like I, I. I like to fight and all that shit. But when I see people, you know, like the underdogs, yes, being messed with and fucked with, yep, that's that's when I get pissed off. Yeah, right. And so, like, just thinking about the bullying and shit, it's like for it to end up in this in this way where the young man took his life. I wonder how those bullies are feeling. You know what I mean? Right. Because. You drove them to this shit. Yeah. Yeah, because now the school and the district, now they kind of put out this apology saying that we apologize on behalf of the name of the school. And because of everything that happened through Jamel and the experience of whatever happened to the bullies, we will now be sensitive to gender orientation and this and that. I'm just like... It took that so experience it takes for, this? Exactly. for you to be sensitive to this, like to these type of matters. Like, come on. When like, this fucking asshole ass kid telling another kid, oh, you should kill yourself because you're gay. Right. That, that where's the sensitivity with that, with that motherfucker? You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck if he is not. Exactly. You know, I'll call him that shit. Right. Yeah. Fucking slap that damn kid. <laughs> that was just like, you, are you kidding me? Like, who, who fucking does that? Yeah. You know, and then now. also think about it. Who... Think about where the fuck did that kid get that shit from? It, yeah. From home, from the it, it must be from like parents or siblings or just the surroundings. Like that shit is taught at home. Yep. You know what I mean? Hate is taught at home. Especially at that age. We all know that that there's nowhere else they, they can learn that from but home. Because right. they they don't have the ability to go out and have, you know, learn it from the streets or anything right. else. And yeah, so that was just like, bro, really? Community? Really school? You guys are really gonna now? Be more sensitive. Right. And Ooh, like you know. to issue an apology, man. Fuck your apology. <laughs> I just was like, that is Do better. heartless right there. You should already have, you know. I don't, I don't, man. I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's some tough, bullshit. Yeah. Bullying is like, but you know what? It's like, let's kind of just talk about it just, you know, in life in general, you know, if we can bring it to like how we can apply it in our lives. Cause I see bullying in different forms. You know, and it's, people mask it in their like coarse joking, you know, and they're like sarcasm and they're mm -hmm. like, you know, and they're like whatever. And I just feel like, what are you, you know, like, come on, like, why don't you just address the issue instead of trying to bully us out of it, you know, or try to say something really low blow for us to like snap out of it or, you know, to learn to 
pick up whatever you're whatever it is that you're trying to tell you know so it's like what are like the different forms of bullying now like in this day in the time that we live in like what are some things that you've experienced that is like man this is what this is how I can see bullying or this is growing up this is how I've you know kind of been exposed to as far as bullying Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Internet bullying. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I, I was bullied. Cause you was the bully, huh? Maybe sometimes. <laughs> you know, just people that have you know kind of addressed you in ways that you know, they were you know kind of just telling you things that were demeaning and devaluing who you were as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, but to them, it's like I'm just being honest. You know, but it kind of just, it, it was like a, just a, a starter, you know, just. I mean, I think at the core of this, you know, just bullying period is like people are afraid of something that's different. You know what I mean? Or that mm. or that doesn't align with what they think to be normal or right. Yeah. You know, and so if you don't measure up to what what their values or beliefs are, then then you're different, right? And then, right. And people don't like that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, you know, people don't like it, but people do like it, right? Some people find, you know, find a, um, that's like a way in, right? To to be different and mm-hmm. not, not be around the same kind of friends. But but there are people who just push back on that shit because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't measure up to their, their level of understanding, level of right? Understanding. Their standards. Um, and then also it could be too because they got some they got some shit that they ain't dealt with. Of course. Internally, yeah. right? Like I know coming of age, right, being a young kid, like just being corrected all the time with like, Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Girl you know, only girls do that or don't sit like that, only girls sit like that, or what are you, uh faggot, you know, right, like just yeah. all this type of shit. Like that's what shaped me to to not to know to know not how to be like that, right? Like, right. oh, let me switch this up so they'll stop fucking treating me like this or whatever. Yeah. And then there was a point in time where I even found myself doing that to others, like, oh, look at that fucking faggot right there, or you know, like uh, putting it on other people when I was dealing with my own shit inside, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. There's all kind of bullying. Bullying in the homes, bullying in the the schools, work. I mean, I I was thinking about that too, right? About the bullying in the home because, you know, in certain ways I grew up in a household where it's like, shit, we just talk shit about each other, right? Mm. We talk shit about each other, to each other, like as, you know, playing around. But then, you know, sometimes people begin, their feelings hurt, they want to fight. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, but like that is, I mean, it could be a form of bullying, but I think, yeah, no, that is. But 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 what's different though is that sometimes there's an understanding that you you reach with your family in that sense where you could you could go all kind of ways, right? And you you know that it's just us clowning, right? That it's just us shooting the shit, right? Like it's still love and it's funny. It's like you give people though that that pass. You know what I mean to to talk to you that way, right? Because other people, you know, other people you wouldn't allow to talk to you like that because right. you, because it's a different understanding and a different relationship, right? It, I totally understand that, which kind of leads me to this thought, you know, because I feel like a lot of times, um, I know growing up, I've accepted 
like bullying just, you know, from family or just friends that I was around. I accepted some of that because to me, I'm just like, well, I can't say anything back because it's disrespect culturally, you know, because you're right. an older person, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, you're a respected OG or something like that. So I would have to stomach every insult, everything that was said to me that literally like stripped every piece of security I had in me away. <laughs> yeah. And like, see, that's the thing that I want to talk about. It's like, you know, where do we draw the line? Like, you know, whether a family member, aunt, mom, sister, brother, daughter, you know, like child is like, where do we draw the line? Like, do you know, just do we keep our mouth shut because we want to respect them because they're older and we don't want to say nothing knowing damn well, the, you know, the that person is like telling you like, like you're this and that, like you still don't, you know, you still look like that. You're ugly. You know, you need, you know like something that's mm-hmm. like, you know, I wonder why you're lonely. Oh, you're gay. How embarrassing is that? Oh my gosh. You're bringing shame upon our, you know, like just things that are really just damaging to your soul, damaging to your self-esteem. Yeah. Like we're taught to be quiet. We're taught to just stomach that. Cause I've been in a, quite a few settings where I've, witnessed a few people just take it from certain older people because again man i, I kind of have to they're my that's that's my og you know like that they just talk shit you know that that's love behind it but i was like is that love is it or is it bullying because mm-hmm. at the end of the day you leave the party you leave the church function you leave the family matter you leave everything with low self-esteem yeah. Now you're that person who is ugly. Now you're that person who can't get a man. Now you're that person who's still single. I wonder if they're gay. Now you're that faggot. Now you're that person. You know, it's like you walked away powerless now. So, like, what do we do to a cult, you know, people who are just culturally, you know. Insensitive. Yeah, insensitive. And they're just like, man, I can't do it. You know, that, that's one of the deacons called me this. And, you know, I'm just respecting he's a. Madagot or one of the aunties or one of the ooses or something. I mean, I, don't, I think what I've been trying to do, for, you know, for myself is develop develop these skills and these tools to be able to process, mm. process it on my own and be all right, right? Because I think if you know who you are and you accept who you are, right, um, flaws and everything, then can't nobody take that power from you. Exactly. You know, and I say that, but I haven't reached it yet. Mm. And there's moments and times where I I have reached it. And then there are other times where it's like, I feel really down, but I got to hold it and I got to process it inside and work it out so that I can be all right. Because it ain't got nothing to do with me, right? right? It ain't got nothing to do with any of us about how other people feel or view, you know, our lifestyles. Right. Yeah. Um. I'm not even just, I hate that, like, lifestyle shit. Like, nah, it's just who who we are, right? Like, yeah. they don't agree with who we are. Um, and that's okay, because that's how they feel, right? Even if it is our oos or our, our, our parents or brothers, siblings, aunties, uncles, deacons, whatever, like, if they don't accept you, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Yes, that's... It has everything to do with them. That's the one. And that's, got, the, that's the word of the day. They got to work they shit out, right? Yeah. It's just, I, I feel like I've talked about this already, but this still applies to this, right? Of like, course, yeah. Like, if, you know, like, let's say, like, even for, you know, between me and my pops, 
Um, you know, I know that with my dad, you know, it's going to take him some time and everything like that to, Course, to really yeah. understand. And it's like, you know, I'm cool with that. Right. You know what I mean? I'm cool with that because you got to go through your process to be okay with it. Um, but I'm just glad that we are where we are in our relationship. Right. right. And, and I'm not going to parade anything and, you know, in front of him or whatever. Exactly. I'm not, but if I do get into a relationship where it's something serious and, you know, I feel like, you know, I need to bring these two people together who mean something to me. Right. Then, then I want to do it. And if my dad's uncomfortable, that's what he got to deal with. Yeah. Because it, 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 it's not on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think even with people who are, you know, who are being bullied or whatever. Yeah. What I hope that we could do is, is just provide, you know, tools and skills. That's it. To be able to... Love themselves, yeah. accept themselves, and know who they are. Yeah. Um, so that they hold their power. You know what I mean? And yeah. Pro- and protect. You know, I, I like that. I like that saying of protecting your magic. Yeah. Right, because um, because we we hold the power of who we are. Yeah. You know, and so if we if we can process it out and think about it and really, you know, um analyze the situation right right you can look at the person who's bullying you and be like damn what are you going through right right yeah what are you hiding yeah you know do you need a hug (laughs) right you know because you got some shit that you you know is it's it's impacting you and affecting you in in a kind of way right so exactly i mean i don't know that's what i think what do you think bex about that like what can we for bullying yeah like what can we do for those who you know, or what could we, what could be done for those who are being bullied to be able to... Tell somebody. Not that part. Just tell somebody. Like, again, one of the things that we that I shared in this interview was the, um, Jamel, the son, the nine-year-old son, he went to the, his sister and his, you know, he couldn't go to his mom, but he went to his sister that he trusted and told her that... Hey, I'm getting bullied. One of the kids said that, you know, like I should just commit suicide if I'm if you're gay. Like I think the first thing that you should do is tell somebody cuz if I was a sister and somebody um um bullied my 9-year-old brother, guess what I'm doing? I'm going into that school. Hell yeah. Immediately. I'm not even allowing like another day what in trying to train my brother to be like, okay, go in there and next time just, you know, if someone says another out of pocket thing, just Clock them, you know. I'm not gonna do that. I'm going in, and I'm and I'm advocating for my son. And I'm just be like, if this shit don't get handled, right. if you guys don't address these kids, I'll even have my my brother tell me like, who is he? You know, mm-hmm. like point him out, and we'll just point him out. Point where's the parents? Because they all can get it. Yep. Point point the parents. Point the t- you know point whoever. Just point me to somebody who I can talk to mm-hmm. and address these issues because this is not gonna happen yeah. in my family mm-hmm. in people with the people I love. So yeah, anybody who's getting bullied, the first thing you want to do is talk to somebody. Yeah. Talk to somebody who you know will not judge you, who you know will not you know make fun of you. Talk to somebody who you know will. Either be great to listen, who will listen to you, or be a form of help. You don't know. That person can probably report that, you know, yeah. and <clears throat> they ain't got to report it to the police. But again, they can go into the school and just talk or they can go to your job and just talk. If you're older, you know, if you're like 18 and over and someone's doing the same thing and you tell me that 
um, you know, like you come home and say, oh, some someone at work is kind of lightweight bullying me. And, you know, he's kind of, you know, over management and whatever. And I'm just like, we going in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no problem. Because right. th- there's no way that you're going to be sitting with this heaviness. Yeah. Because he sat with it for four days. Heaviness. The sister, the older sister knew about this and did not say anything. Mm-hmm. Like, just imagine what would have happened if she would have just jumped at the minute she heard, something. you know, like right. it's, so yeah, that would have been my advice. Say something, Poor go baby. to somebody and report that bad boy. You ain't a snitch. I just feel really bad. You know what I mean? Like, um, I remember seeing on one of my, my boys, um, IG stories, uh, he had posted up about this, this very story. And he, you know, what he said was that we failed him, mm. that we failed, uh, Jamel. And I was like, Damn, you know this 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 story is all too familiar because there are so many suicide um, deaths by suicide. You know, even in all communities, but you know, in our in our Samoan community too, our Pacific Islander community, and and a lot of them I feel are are related to this issue of being gay, exactly. right? Because of how um, how. I don't want to say homosexuality because there's there's layers to that word, right? right? But just being gay, right? right? Like there's so many layers to how that's viewed, you know, in the community and in the right. culture, right? Right. Um, and so just thinking about uh, Jamel's story, it's Jamel. Yeah, Jamel. Just thinking about Jamel's Jamel story Miles. is is like it's sad. It's super sad, and and I think about how can we, pre- you know, just thinking about like suicide prevention. I know. And it being September, like. What work can be done on the prevention side to prevent this from happening again? Because there's there's so many layers, you know. So yeah, I think that I don't know. What do you hope folks can take away from just having this conversation? You know what I mean about Jamel's story, and you know, like hate. And love being at the, you know, the very core right, of this yeah. story. I, th- you know what I hope that people take away, because I know I took away a lot, you yeah. know. Um, but I think, I hope people take away just courage, take away um, just the power of like, you know, like the first step was Jamel. What Jamel did right was he went to his older sister. I thought that was amazing. But what happens after that is like crucial. And, you know, that, that, the after part really, that is the biggest part that we tend to not do right. Cause we tend to think that, okay, it's not that serious, but it ends, what happens? We end up mm. losing someone days yeah. later cause we sat on some stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I just hope people walk away with just an awareness of like suicide, you know, and just understanding that there it's real, especially through bullying through depression, through anything, it's it exists in our community. You know, yeah, yeah. It, suicide is no favor of person. I'll tell you that much. Right. It's no respecter of person. It'll fall on child, adults, male, female, anybody. Yeah. So yeah, what is what's pretty cool? One thing that I did read out of it because I wanted to kind of do some research on it was that just one person in LGBT young person's life can make a huge difference and reduce the risk of suicide by 30%. Wow. 
Just one person. Just one person in in an LGBTQ youth life. Like all you need, like for anybody who is, you know, just now discovering who they are as, you know. Or even questioning who or, they are. Or questioning who they are in the LGBT community. Get around somebody that you know who is already pretty, you know, comfortable in who they are. Yeah. You know, in, sex, in their sexuality and make sure that you're around them enough to kind of like, you know, ask questions or just kind of pick up on like their stories and how they were able to kind of cope with things and yeah, I thought that was a pretty neat statistic, you know, like just one person mm-hmm. in a youth. And it's so true. I mean, and I think just one person in life, you know. Exactly. But especially at a prime age, like being a youth, right? Because I think just, you know, f- for the sake of transparency, um, the, the this story hits home. I think, you know, for me and I know probably for you and for so many in, in the communities that, yeah. that we've probably contemplated. Suicide, suicide, yep. Once or twice just because of the the feeling, you know, yeah. of being unaccepted and unloved and yeah. and unwelcomed simply yeah. because we are attracted to people of the same sex. Right. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know I have and you know, I'll admit that and and that I'm I'm glad, you know, I'm thankful I didn't. Yeah. Go that far. And I would We're grateful ex- you didn't. Jeez. I, I you know, I would express it through like drawing and shit like that. I yeah. remember having I vaguely remember just having certain conversations about like, oh, why did you draw this? Or right. um because that's the only way I knew I could, you know, kinda express myself. Um Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know just go ahead. I was gonna ask some questions real quick. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just some um, some takeaways, um, real quick, because I, I want to kind of pick you pick your mind real quick before we kind of land the plane here, Danny boy. But what are some what's some advice that we can give, like as far as like you know, to our listeners? Like one, I know one question that I had in mind that I wanted you to kind of like, you know, piggyback off of was, how can families navigate the discussion about suicide to their children? Like, what are some tools and techniques? Man, first, first, do your research. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, if you are not of the community, uh, there's there's plenty of ways to have the conversation, right? You could just you could just simply pose the question: How do you feel about? Do you know? Or you could ask the question to the family: Like, do you know what it means to be gay, or or mm. like, or, or or what do you think? Uh, of people who love someone of the same sex, yeah, or 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 just being able to call it out when you hear it in the kids, right? Because I I heard you know like even my nieces and nephews, they'll say something like "ew," look at you know like two girls to together or some shit like right, that, yeah, right? yeah. And I have to call them out on it, like hey, you know that if they're in love, what does it matter? Right. You know what I mean? Like don't do that, don't say that. You know, t- kind of correcting it, right? Right, yeah. right then and there, nip it in the bud. Right. Um, but just have the conversation, you know, yeah, like just the conversation, just the conversation to not, not give, you know, not to um, take them where you want them to be, but just to see where they're at, mm-hmm. and you know, plant seeds. Yes, you know, like, uh, uh, well, what do you think? You know, like if whatever the response is, you can say, okay, well, well what if this? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Like again. And one of the um, 
statistics I read on CDC family therapy for MFTs, uh, a lot of the therapists had kind of just, you know, commented that, you know, it is important that you talk to your children at any age, you know, mm-hmm. and when, whenever they're able to be aware of where they are and in those surroundings, have that conversation about suicide, you know, whether it be about sexuality, whether it be about depression, whether it be about a broken heart from a boyfriend, mm-hmm. whether it be about like being broke, what anything, just have the conversation about suicide, you know, yeah. and you may not know what to say, but you have to give them something to be hopeful about, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought that was like, important to know because i thought that there was always like oh just wait until they're in high school you know and just talk a to little them more about developed it. yeah a little bit more developed and but it's important at a young age too because that's when everything's being soaked up right exactly and, and i think it's it's so true communication you know it's all about communication and conversation important. yes you know at the di- like have discussion at the dinner table so many of us sit at the dinner table don't say nothing mm-hmm. and or just be, don't be afraid and it, don't be afraid. Uh, I mean, you know, it's easier said than done. Right, yeah. About being afraid. Because, shit, if you're afraid, be afraid. Right. But push yourself to be okay. You know, uh, what's that? There's a, a group agreement I like. Which one? Be comfortable with the with uncomfortable. With the uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if yeah. it's uncomfortable and it's you're afraid, do it. that's be, when you do it even more. You yeah, know? That should that's push true. you even more. Yeah, that's just, you know, and... To all our listeners, we just appreciate this conversation, you know, sharing this conversation with you all because it, it it's a touchy subject for us, you know, like. Yeah, we, I'm all over fumbling <laughs> my words and shit, y'all. Excuse me. Yeah, you know, this hits home for both Danny Boy and myself. And, you know, it's just, you know, we we can probably get lost in this conversation, but, you know, like it's time to land the plane right now. <laughs> so we'll figure Tom, out. Tom, we got to go. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably, you know, we'll probably pose a question sometime this week about this topic and, you know. Yeah, tap in with us. Please. We're going to keep this going, y'all, because we got to stop this shit. We got to equip our... bullying. Yeah, end the bullying, equip our babies and our people with these, you know, with basic tools of just fuck. Love on people, man. Just love. And if you don't understand, you know, learn to understand. Yeah. Have compassion. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so quick announcements really quick before we tap out. Um, Journey to Empowerment, it's this Friday coming up. So um, feel free to you know check that out. If you're not doing any anything this Friday, it's at our second home, 725 Price Street, Daly City. And it starts at 6 to 8.30. So come check it out. They are doing it potluck style. Yeah. So, yeah. This, this um, So we were going to focus on suicide prevention at um, J2E this Friday, but... Because of everything that happened with um, Uncle Jungle, uh, mm. the folk, the organizers are going to switch it and just open up the space for the family, you know, yeah. to come and just dialogue and have conversation, you know, to have an open and safe space to speak uh, to speak about Jungle, you know, just yeah. to offer up a healing space, mm. to remember, to love. So, yeah. yeah that's good to know. Please come. This Friday. Yep, come through. Check it out. Come get some food, man. See what we're doing. Yeah. Um, another announcement is that the Essence of Mana, the parent project, um, it's a free 12-week class that is designed to support Pacific Islander parents and caregivers developing communication skills and tips leading to more loving and nurturing family relations. Um, 
Location is at our second home, 725 Price Street, Daly City. Um, what else are they doing? Free dinner is at 530 and class is at 6. And when does that start? Does that start this Thursday? Uh, um, so I believe that they started, but you can oh, okay. still come through to um, oh, nice. see if you're interested and sign up. So come through, yeah, this Thursday. This Thursday. And uh, you got the contact? Yeah, the contact um, person for pre-registration or just if you want to check it, get more information is Brittany Afu, 415-243-6328. And again, follow us on all social media outlets at For the Cultures on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And if you want to reach out to us, please, again, hit us up in our uh, email. Yes. Uh, ForTheCultures at gmail.com. And lastly, Danny Boy, how are you going to take care of yourself this four-day weekend? <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, I'm going to take care of myself by getting some sleep. Mm. I'm going to try to get in a, a, a good eight because, you know, um, my niece is back in school now, and so Aww. you know I'll put her to bed, um, and then I'll just stay up after and like just be doing a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Don't go to bed till like midnight or a little bit after, and I gotta get up early. We gotta get ready for the day, so I really need to catch up on some sleep. Sleep is important, y'all. <laughs> so get get your Z's, catch uh, them Z's, y'all. Catch them Z's. What about okay, you, Bex? Cool. How are you well, going to take care of yourself this week? I plan on working out some more. Get it. So I'll be working out, trying to drink a lot of water, a lot more water, <laughs> at least one bottle of water. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just going to be working out and trying to get healthy, you know, trying to get fit. That's right. Get it right. Trying get to get it this tight. body right for yeah. October 15th. Shout out to my birthday. Ah. <laughs> Come party with me. We'll shout that at a party uh, day later. Send gifts. <laughs> Send v send cards, oh, send, send Amazon cards. Send Amazon cards. But all right, <laughs> y'all, we are signing out for the cultures, episode five. This is Bex Bumble. And this D Boy, man. We out of here. We out of here. Take care. Peace. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. Culture. culture.